listener, massive theater tour. Tell your friends. I have, I was calculating it. I, I, I'm coming up on like probably around 300, 400 million views on TikTok. So your friends have seen me. Let them know that I'm coming to town. And you can get a text from me when I come to town by going over to ashleygavin.com. Get on the text alert or the email alert. Europe's coming in fall 2024. That's what we're looking at. So it's all happening, guys. And it really, really helps support all the other content that I make for free, like this podcast. The Patreon also supports that stuff. And we've got a great live pod with Monet Exchange and Maddie uh, coming out soon on there. Patreon.com slash WHGS. And then today, one of your favorite content creators, Alyssa Butt talks about, well, we get, this is a very vulnerable episode and I apologize about the audio. It kind of got messed up on their side, but the story was so good. I couldn't re-record it or ask to delay it. It's so vulnerable. It is uh, a coming out story that also involves their first time and being walked in on and some of the trauma that they uh, have around that. So it's definitely a more sensitive, thoughtful episode. And I hope you like it despite the audio. Alyssa is so great. We will definitely have them back and we will definitely make sure the audio is a little better next time. All right, guys, have a great week. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. I had a overall had a traumatizing coming out. It's so much. Let me let me just try to like let, let's start with the gay sex of how traumatizing that was. So <laughs> I knew I was I like really confirmly knew I was gay probably when I was a sophomore in high school, maybe like 15, 16, where I was playing basketball. Um, of course, classic start. Of course, the gateway drug to being gay, being good at basketball. Well, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. My my producer is on vacation this week. Oh, it's all making sense. Not the week to be on vacation. I know you're here. You're fucking here. The people wanted it. The people got it. So can I ask you, I'm going to be super stupid, okay? Because I was looking you up and I was going through your stuff and I know you're very professionally attractive. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. What does that mean, professionally attractive? Guys, see, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. Like for me, like, because one, I, I mean, social media, social media, right? Like you see what you see online. But for me, like, I'm so bad at like self love and like confidence, like people, you guys probably think I'm like, damn, they're so fucking confident. They know they're hot. But I'm over here like, saying the opposite, because that's just, you know, I mean, we're all we all have to be nicer to ourselves, right? But I never understand people say that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's because you're you're objectively good at like people give you money for it, and it, it is crazy that despite followers and likes and money, not even just followers and likes, money, like like the male gaze, yeah, like like because it's not the female gaze with the checkbook, okay? It is the male gaze with the checkbook. So you're kind of killing it. <sighs> Wow, I didn't realize I was going to be hyped up this much on this Tuesday afternoon, but I'm going to make my whole day right now. I Uh, live to serve. I'm also deflecting. I turned on the camera and I looked at myself and I was like, Don't do that. See? You're garbage. You're a garbage person. I'm having a really... Alyssa, I like you already and I'm going to be totally honest. I didn't know what to expect going into the call because like, we have all different types of people. No, I'm... This is very intriguing to me because everybody kind of says the same thing and I want you to 
Well, maybe you already looked me up. So if you don't know, I want you to guess my sign. Oh, I can't do that. Brie, you're going to have to do it. I don't give a shit about this stuff. Just based off like what you've seen online or just now? Based off of what I've seen on TikTok, I would guess either a Leo or a Virgo. <laughs> I knew you were going to say Leo. <laughs> I knew I think I- Leo is sort of the obvious hack answer, Brie. Everybody fucking says that, which is so crazy because I'm a Leo rising, which makes sense. But I'm a cancer. I was gonna guess cancer. Oh, come on. No, you I can't was. I jump in. No, no that's so unfair. You can't say I'm not gonna guess, and then they say I'm a cancer, and you say I knew it. I did know it. I because you you came into the call and immediately wore your heart on your sleeve. You were like, "Oh, I'm bad at self love," and I'm actually really glad that you're here saying that you're bad at self love because I am having. I texted Brie last night. I I am I am sad. I'm sad, and I've been like trying to hide it. Dude, I have too. You're sad too. Yeah. What's going on? I've just been. <laughs> what's going on? i've been going through it too over the past probably like month give or take but it like really hit me over the last few weeks of just and this always happens like when you do social media for a job and and stuff where you kind of can hit like a plateau and everything can feel just very the same or like nothing's going on and like you heavily rely on engagement and likes and and brand deals and like all this shit where it's like that's a lot of pressure and when you don't feel good you don't want to be posting i really haven't been on on social media that much because i just like haven't felt good and i think it also is just because like i want more for myself and like i I always want more which is like great i'm not like a i'm I'm not just sitting here like i don't really give a fuck what i do like i want more Mm -hmm. and i do more and have more but it's so hard because you need people to give you those opportunities to like do what you want to do. Right. So I do modeling too. And like, I want to do more with that, but it's like everything's so competitive. So it's like, I get funk where I'm like, I question fucking everything in my life. Like, what am I doing? I don't like anything I'm posting. I want to be doing this. And then you compare yourself to everybody else on social media. Right. What is your dream, Alyssa? Like, cause just, cause I really know you as model content creator. And I was even going to ask you it. I didn't even realize your name and I, I was Alyssa Carrington and not Alyssa, Butt. Well, is Alyssa, Butt a bit. No, Butt's my last name. Carrington's my name. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got I'm it. I'm so confused about, about when I like put Carrington in my bio because I saw like other people put like their middle names and I was like, Oh, it's kind of cute. And my middle name is like pretty fire. Like it's really different. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like a last name, though. And everyone's like, why would you lie about your last name? I'm like, I, well, one. You gotta stop reading the DMs. That is a stop (laughs) reading the DMs moment. I was like, pick butt is my last name if I was going to fake something. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I have to show my license to people, like, all the time. Like, if I'm out and, like, I meet someone and they're like, oh, wait, like, that's really your last name? I'm like. Yeah, guys. Like, I'm. Not- You're out here getting ID'd by fans in the streets. <laughs> Are you the real Alyssa Butt? Prove it. Seriously. But yeah, no, I get like in the spunk, and um, I don't know. My dream, like, it's so hard because my dream would be. Well, I mean, I wear Drew House all the time. Justin Bieber's merch. Like, I would love to model for his company one day. Like, that is one of my biggest dreams. Like, any full time, like, modeling for for that. For his company because one up he is daddy i love that man oh my god and when i get compared to him i'm like stop <laughs> are you are you bisexual or are you uh like how do you identify i'm so fucking gay okay i figured but you also called justin bieber daddy so i needed to check in in what capacity <laughs> that was justin bieber is daddy to all the gays like that's yes. just what it is i saw this tiktok where like people call him a lesbian all the time like, yes, he's lesbian yes. adjacent. He is a lesbian in my mind. He's very, he's queer passing. He's queer yeah. passing. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I just, uh, he is dad. I love him. Um, but I would love, to, I also like really want to get into like acting 
I want to really get into like, I, I just want to like try everything. Um, and my comfort zone, which like you would never think what I do for a living. You're like, what do you mean get out of your comfort zone? Your whole fucking life isn't on the internet. But like, I like didn't speak growing up. Like I, I'm very shy and very quiet. I'm very much an introvert, but doing what I do now has helped me so much with right. being an extrovert and like getting out of my comfort zone and like, especially with modeling, having like in-person auditions and like being in front of a camera in a different way rather than like doing vlogs and being by yourself or just hanging out with your friends filming. It's like very intimidating and um, yeah. competitive and, but I love it. And so it's hard just like, I get like this. I feel like every year around the beginning of the of uh, the year to like the end of the year, it's just like this weird period of time where I'm like questioning fucking everything and like, Mm-hmm. someone's going to write in the comments about where the moon is right now and tell us why <laughs> we're feeling the way that we're feeling. Everything's in retrograde. I'm like, cool. Every day it's in retrograde, but like, that's not helping me. What, 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 what do I right. do with that? Right. Right. I think also with creators and people like you made a good point about being behind the camera. And I think because people see the end game content, like they see the TikToks, they see the Instagram photos, they see the vlogs, they assume that you're an extrovert that's like got it all together. But at the end of the day, most creators are in their home alone or maybe with one other person making that content. Like it's not some big stage when you're actually doing it. It just seems well, that for way me on it the is. end. For me, it's an absolutely <laughs> massive stage. Uh, thousands okay, of people once, are watching. For once, this wasn't about you, Ash. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I had to get a bit in there. We went a long time without a bit. <laughs> like I can't can't relate. <laughs> well, I mean, like it looks like you're feeling it. I'm sorry you're feeling it. I'm also <laughs> feeling something very similar. I don't know if we're just gonna have I Bree, I don't know if you can bring sad boy vibes to this, but I'm very much gonna be bringing the same sad boy vibes I'll that just Alyssa cosplay is sadness right now. This okay. is so like comforting to know that like you're not alone, you know? Like I yes. People, you look at my shit and you're probably like, wow, they're so happy. They're killing it. But over here, I'm like, like a few weeks ago, I was like literally crying like four times a day, every day, because I'm just like spiraling. I'm spiraling so bad right now that like, I, I know it it feels like depression, first of all, because my therapist, my therapist fully was like, maybe an antidepressant. I was like, I don't think I've been depressed long enough for you to suggest that to me, but I guess it's (laughs) really bad. It's what it feels like. And I didn't really feel that until like a few weeks ago where I was like, really felt like I was really down bad because I was. And like, I don't know. It's hard because I like won't go on my phone. I will not scroll because I'll just feel worse about myself. But then I spiral into being like, well, that's my job. And if I want to be, I do, I need to be posting, but I don't want to post because I'm crying and I hate everything. Yeah, I, 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 we, we need to do intros before we get any deeper. Let's let's introduce ourselves because I was literally about to be like, I cried, I'm crying, and I'll just say it just uh for to even it out. But like, I, it's taking, uh, you know, I'm I meditate and exercise as like my sort of one of the mental some of the mental health stuff that I do to keep my mood up, and I know I have to do it, but goddamn, it is taking me hours to motivate myself to get into the gym like it is taking me mm-hmm. hours to motivate to do anything everything i'm doing is slower it, it just is painful so hard when you're when you're feeling yeah how we're feeling like everything feels so hard getting out of bed feels yes so hard but you have to do it you have to stay on the other side of that cycle otherwise you're just it's just gonna get so much worse and i cannot go there and I know, like, for me, at least I need, like, and I've, I've known this, where it's like, I need, like, consistency and, like, structure, where, like, I need to know and, like, be busy every day. So, like, when yeah. shit is slow towards the end of the year, and, like, even, like, right now, it's still kind of slow, I'm like, what what am I doing? Like, I, I mm. want to do something, but it's like, then you feel like, you don't feel creative. It's just, like, everything starts yeah. to- spiral at once it's a domino effect for sure i was just thinking brie i trauma dumped on you last night and i was like Uh i gotta get my shit together and then i started a trauma dumping episode of the podcast so i i'm a cancer moon so it's okay i cry like it's just consistent for me do you cry a lot wait we have to introduce ourselves 
Almost uh, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, we're, we're in the apartment. We're having gay sex. We're having gay sex with Alyssa Butt, model, content creator, sad boy. Sad yeah. boy, Alyssa Butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name is Ashley Gavin. If you're joining for the first time, we interview your favorite, uh, people, uh, about their, the gay sex that they had. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to make it more accessible. Uh, she, her pronouns, cis gay white woman. Thanks for listening. I go on tour. My tour dates, okay, listen, you piece of shit. I put my tour dates in my special. And I know based on the numbers that you didn't watch it because the tickets didn't sell as well as when I text you. So I know you didn't watch it. <laughs> oh, you dumb bitch. Oh, you little dumb bitch. You little piece of shit. You say you love me. Oh, where's your Netflix special? It's out, you whore. You didn't watch it. We've gone it. off the fucking rails. <laughs> we need your producer back immediately. <laughs> Well, this is a cry for help. It is a cry for help. <laughs> and then, as always, sometimes my possibly my uh, social worker from the north. <laughs> I don't know. They have health care up there. My therapist, my free therapist, Brianne Williamson. <laughs> hey, I'm Brianne Williamson. <laughs> My pronouns are she, her. And uh, yeah, I haven't cried today yet. Not yet. And but maybe after this, I will. Alyssa, do you mind introducing yourself with your pronouns and anything you want people to know? I really would mind. Just kidding. I <laughs> am Alyssa Butt. Yes, Butt is my last name. I will change my license if you want. Um, <laughs> they, them, little they, them. Um, and I am a sad boy but also a lover boy at the same time oh cute that's nice yeah you never know what you're gonna get with me honestly you never fucking know well hopefully happy boy for the rest of the for the rest of the <laughs> yes right now happy boy for sure <laughs> Listener, are you listening to our Patreon exclusive, You're Having Gay Sex? Well, here's a sneak peek of what you missed last week. All right, Ashley, we have um, an incredible dating panel for you. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Two masks at a femme, and everyone has been very... We got we auditioned them for their, like, vocal disguise, yeah. so I think you're going to be tripped up. Also, what is on your head? Um, it's, it's a weird, like, wrestling mask. <laughs> Texas is so fucking weird, dude. Texas is wild. They're like, do you have a towel? They're like, we have WWE memorabilia, actually. As a matter of fact. You know, there are four bonus episodes a month of this series, You're Having Gay Sex, on our Patreon at the $10 tier and then two at the $5 tier. Patreon.com slash WHGS. My comedy special, my hour-long comedy special is out. It's on my YouTube. Just go over there, watch it. Watching it completely really, really helps. And share with a friend if you like it. Leave a comment. Go watch my special. Get some friends over. Turn it on every phone. Turn it on every computer. Break into your straight neighbor's house. Ruin their algorithm by watching the special. It's nine years of my, of my work culminated to this point. If you love this podcast, this honestly, the special is way funnier. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say that. It's just way funnier. It would mean a lot to me if you watched it. It's free. It's on YouTube. But thanks, guys. Thank you for your support. It was made possible by our Patreon, patreon.com slash WHGS. But mostly, my fucking special is on YouTube. Go watch it, you piece of shit. I have a gay sex. I had gay sex this week. Exciting. I did. And I have a re I have a follow-up Brie. So Brie on a former episode, Alyssa, Brie talked about a girl who <laughs> read her birth chart. Oh love. <laughs> determined that she liked to be groomed, like in the physical, like not the way that we've all now know groom to be the <laughs> verb, like the original, the original use of groom, like cleanse. Like hair washing and like shaving and those sorts okay. of things. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. So because she's a Sagittarius. Now, my girlfriend is a Sagittarius. So yeah. I thought, well, should I be grooming my girlfriend a little more? So right after, I'm glad we're taking a happy turn a little bit because I fucking, I fucking need it, dude. I need to be funny right now. I, 
Uh, maybe I'll go. I'll, I'll go into a little bit of what I'm feeling personally in a minute. But I said to Jen, <laughs> I said to her, uh, "Well, Alyssa, let me ask you right now. Do you like to be groomed? Do you like uh?" I uh, yes, hundred percent. See, I love it. Anywhere in particular? Uh, everywhere. <laughs> I, everywhere. Listen, I'm not opposed to anything. Really, I'm that, not. I will try anything. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. So I said to Jen, I was like, hey, uh, don't ask me why. <laughs> you didn't want to bring me into it right at the beginning as part of the foreplay? <laughs> no, I brought you. I brought you up much closer to the actual act, Bree. So you were really in the mix. Um, right before the I, climax. Exactly. <laughs> Jen's literally coming and I lean over and I was like, thank Bree. Thank Bree for this. Say Bree's name. This Don't say Bree's my name. Idea. Say Bree's. Say Brienne Williamson. Brienne Williamson underscore on TikTok. There's no underscore. I know. I know you got it. I know. But it just felt like a fun little callback to your old username. Oh, okay. I like that. Wait, I like thinking about living in a dystopian society where someone says your username to you in bed instead of your actual name. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) That would send me to a different planet. I'd be like... That's where I feel like... Well, I'll get into it in a second. But I I said to her, I said, Jen, don't ask me why. I have a surprise. (laughs) Don't ask me why. (laughs) But I'm going to need you to not shave your legs for a little while. I'm going to need you to grow out your leg hair. And she goes, how am I supposed to not ask you why? Exactly. Also, how long does Jen have to wait? Because I have like a five o'clock shadow on my legs if I don't shave for like... My problem is like, I can't wait. I feel stubble and I'm fucking shaving. That's just... I never shave. I do... Here's a weird paradox about me. I'm getting Brazilian waxes, but I'm not shaving my legs. What is that? (laughs) That's so funny to me. I don't know why. I've never gotten one, but I've always been very interested and intrigued. I I really like it because over time your hair thins and it gets easier and easier and easier. Um, so that's why I've been a fan. Now, Bree, you appear to have your hair looks like a whole other beast than mine, but for me it's not super painful. <laughs> well, look at my eyebrows. I mean, like yeah. I'm just I have the thickest eyebrows. Yeah, you guys would probably be in a lot of pain. It doesn't hurt me that much. But so I'm I'm waiting for her to uh, grow out her hair. And then when it's finally long enough, I'm like, okay. And to be to be clear, I'm still I'm kind of sad at this point. I'm starting. My sads are starting when this when this happened. But I said, let's. I'm going to, um, I was like, Oh, it's time. And she was like, what are we doing? Like, what is going on? And so I, wait, did you like check the length? And then you were like, it's time. Like that was so creepy to me. (laughs) Holding a ruler. Let me get the tape measure. It's time. It's time. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Terrifying. Yeah, truly. I'm, I'm a mess. Uh, and then I, I, you know, I turned on the shower and here's, here's, this was my first mistake. What I should have done was done some sort of sexy bath situation. The shower, trying to shave someone's legs in the running shower is cold. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of splashing. There's no really good configuration to do it. I was going to say, unless you have like this beautiful walk-in shower, you got a bench, you got like places to put your legs, it's sexy, then yeah, that can be, that, that's, that's a talent. This is a New York City apartment, baby, (laughs) rental. So absolutely not. None of these things. Did you pit like did you like squat down in front and then you're just cold, no water is running on you? I did. And then the water ricocheted off my back into her <laughs> face. <laughs> Alyssa, I wanna say that my girlfriend is beautiful and perfect and an angel, and I do have game, and this is not the mm, best debatable. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> if there's one, if there's one fucking thing I'm sure of, it is. It you. is my game. It okay. is my shaving game. Maybe not strong. I will admit to that. There's some work to do there. Yeah. So I got in there. I'm splashing oh. her. We reconfigure. I'm like shaving her, and I'm like, is this? So I'm doing this because Brie told me that Sagittarius is. <laughs> yeah. Like, so how are you feeling right? Like, is this- I, I, it actually feels very tender and loving and funny, but I'm not feeling turned on. I was going to say, is it like, you, you feel like it's giving anything? No, no horniness, just pure. <laughs> we're just laughing. That's amazing. Yes. That's the good part of it. And then she was like, okay, well, do I get to shave you? And I was like, oh, oh. yeah, like why not like shave me? Cause I told her it was supposed to turn her on and she was like, no, I'm cold. And she, then we were like, can I shave you? So she shaved my armpits. So I stood in the shower with oh. my like this and she shaved my armpits. And I will say that did turn me on the teeniest bit. Oh, shit. oh okay. But I think it's just because it was so close to my boobs. Got it. That's the point. Hey, you know like her hand is almost touching me i get it oh, okay i get it what what brie you if hey if armpit stuff <laughs> turns you on i will say armpits are sexy i'm gonna put out let's just put this out there i'm not i'm gonna bring up some pictures i've never really like thought about armpits. this is you oh yeah damn my armpit does look good <laughs> this is so it much does. sexier because you have armpit in it yeah it's honestly you're fucking right. I agree with that. I think armpits are hot. I'm just going to I'm going to go on the record and say it. There's something very vulnerable. Like if you see someone's armpit, you're close to them. Yeah. Hmm. That's True. honestly so fucking right. And then if you're shaving their armpit, imagine that. You're really close to them. Then you're just really connected. So we just kind of like laughed in the shower and then we did not we were not turned on enough to have sex afterwards. We kind of just stopped at the shaving. <laughs> Because I'm fucking sad. I'm right. sad. And it's affecting my sex life. It does that. Yeah. No, I totally get it. But it's okay. Honestly, though, if you can get to the a point, maybe fuck yourself, it might release some stress and it might make you feel good. Because that does, it does do that. I I have tried to do that. I did I did have sex with my girlfriend yesterday. It's just like what really happened... I, I will say, I'll just tell you like what's going on in my life. I released this comedy special and it's doing good. Mm-hmm. I think people objectively can say it's doing good, but it's not great. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> not doing what I thought it would do. Right. And that can be disappointing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I've learned a lot about my fan base through putting it out. And what I've learned is I'm a comedian and uh, I'm really fucking good. I don't know how else to convince you, but I am a genius. And I'm. <laughs> I love this. I already knew. Thank you. I appreciate it. And so, like, critically, it's done really well. Like, some of the biggest comedians in the world who I don't even know have posted it and been like, this is an amazing special. But the issue that I'm facing is that my fans don't love me because they love comedy. They love me because I'm their gay little friend. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And they're not watching it the way I thought they'd watch it. Uh And then the other half of it is I'm not going to comedy algorithm because men won't click on my thumbnail. Which is so fucked up. Yes. So I've got the sads, dude. I'm like, I thought that I was building out my own path. And I realized Mm -hmm. I'm I'm really limited by this audience that I love and I've created. But they really just kind of want to see me live and wear my skin and (laughs) wear your skin. Is that a Patreon tier option? It's it's the $500 (laughs) Patreon tier. I shave a little bit of my skin off and I send it to you and you can wear it. (laughs) Please send me some. Sure. (laughs) Give me $500 a month. Um, (laughs) But like they just, and I know they love me very much. Like I know that. And I'm D and for those of you who are comedy fans and love the comedy, like, thank you. Thank you so much. But 
I just like can't believe what I'm see- the results that I'm seeing from it are so different than I expected and it's mm-hmm. it's bumming me out dude and it's affecting my sex life it's I'm it's affecting everything yeah and that's really frustrating and that that goes for I feel like and anyone who's so passionate about something and excited to put something out there a project or anything that they've been working on that they can't wait to share mm-hmm. and when it doesn't do what you want it to do or thought it fucking sucks yeah it makes question everything yeah 100 percent. algorithm can fuck with your head and yeah. it's like you can't help but think that it's you like i do the same thing i'm like yeah well, well that brand just like doesn't want to work with me or pay me like it has to be me it has to be me mm. like I, mm. my it's me like no one likes me i spiral too like when yeah i'm not getting what uh, i see other people getting that either like don't have as many followers as me or, or don't doesn't have the engagement that I do. I'm like, well, what, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Right. Right. When right. so much of it is luck and yeah. beyond your control or like what I just said, like to, just men, what you're not in the right. Like maybe I do mm-hmm. need a Netflix or an HBO. Like I really thought I was doing it without them. And I, this really made me, this really threw me. Like I was like, Oh, maybe I've maxed out here. You know what I mean? Maybe I've kind of reached where I can reach. It's also frustrating because these platforms, right? You'd think that you would be kind of rewarded for the more effort you put in, but that's like not the truth at all. So it kind of creates this space for creators that like, why would you want to go up above and beyond? Or it makes you feel that way because you're like, the more time and effort I put in isn't going to equal necessarily better exactly. results. Yeah. So then you just have all this like half-assed shitty content on, on platforms. Right, yeah. And then I'm like, I'm putting my TikToks out. I, I'm yeah. at this point, I hate them. At this point, I'm looking at these, <laughs> this crowd work and I'm like, this is hack. This, I'm a troll of my own work now. I'm like, lesbian hack. Is that all you fucking do? You fucking yeah. lesbian? Like, yeah. is that all you talk about? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, apparently, because it's the only fucking garbage that goes viral. And, uh, yeah, I'm just like feeling down and it's making me not like feel sexy and it's making me feel disconnected from the things that I love. When you're stressed about like your work, career, everything like that, that can affect everything. Yeah. So debilitating because also I, at least for me, I get into this, it's just like a complex where it's like, I don't want to put negative energy out. And everyone's like, don't put negative energy out because then that's what you attract. And I'm like, but fuck, it's so hard because it's like, I'm sad. And I feel hopeless and I'm like, but I got to be positive, but it's so fucking hard. So it's like, yeah, especially like on, like I keep wanting to come into this and stay positive about the special. Cause I know it's so good, but like, it's very hard to lie. Like, it's just very hard for me to be like, oh yeah, it's going great. Uh, say hello. You fucking said it the second we got on here, you wear your heart on your sleeve, bitch. Everybody's going to know how I feel. If you see me in person over the fucking over here, you call me. You're gonna fucking know how I feel. Like I do. You think that's the New Jersey in you? I'm from Boston. Oh, I thought you're from New Jersey. (laughs) Do you think that's the Boston in you? (laughs) (laughs) Not far off, East Coast. So Um, that's true, East Coast. Yeah, but that's my stupid gay sex from this week and my complaining and if you watched it thank you and if you shared with a friend thank you i'm not trying to discount you i know you're there i know this wasn't like a colossal failure it's it's quite successful by a lot of measures but it's just none of the ones that i cared about oh god (laughs) oh shit Okay, Alyssa, did you have gay sex this week? I didn't. I mean, it's only Tuesday. That's true. We're, we're, it's hard. We're both sad, so. It is sad. And then to say to your partner. I'm like. Like, I'm sad. I'm sorry. It's not you. I'm so attracted to you. I love you so much. You're perfect. I just am sad. Right. And it, uh, it's, uh, it's just like, it just makes, like, for me, it makes me just want to, like, crawl out of my skin or, like, run away. Like, I just, like. I, I like, I don't know, because it's, it's like when shit is fucking slow, like right now and, and me knowing that I want more and like knowing that I like could do and like, I'm so capable. 
and would crush all the shit that I want to do. It's like getting those opportunities or having people trust you or like, it's just so fucking hard because you don't know like where to start. I'm over here like, what do I do to get there? Like what well, you're on your, you're certainly on your way. I hope I'm not minimizing what or invalidating what you're feeling, no. but you're like definitely on your way. I like, you must yeah, be. I have to be because there's no other fucking option besides <laughs> yeah. no other fucking option besides being successful, rich, and fucking happy. <laughs> like that's, that happy doesn't always usually. You said you wanted to run away today on when I was like talking to my. Th- this is so not a gay sex episode. I was like, I shaved my girlfriend's legs and then I cried. Um, did 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 you? <laughs> Do you ever fantasize about where you would go? Because sometimes I think about cashing out and just buying property somewhere in the woods. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The woods would be great. But then it's so hard because then I'm like, but I'm so lonely right now. And I'd be more <laughs> I could be surrounded by everybody that I love and every other aspect in my life is going and can be. A commune. You want to start a commune. Honestly, who else should? I would do it. I'd be down. Well, do you, do you have a, a story, like a kind of uh, something from your past that you might think funny, fun to share, feeling in the mood to talk about? My first time having gay sex was traumatizing. So I had a, overall had a traumatizing coming out. Um, and so that led to like, it's like, it's so much. Let me, let me just try to like, let, let's start with, gay sex is how traumatized I was. So okay. <laughs> I knew I was, I like really confirmly knew I was gay. Probably when I was a sophomore in high school, maybe like 15, 16, where I was playing basketball. Um, of course. Classic start. Of course. Yeah. Listen, not to toot my own horn, but I was fucking phenomenal. Um so good. And the gateway I, drug to being gay, being good at basketball. Softball <laughs> and basketball. <laughs> um, play both. So I had this girl on my basketball team who was who was gay. I think she was out. Um and she but like her and I were like best friends. And classic. We would yeah, classic, right? Like we would fucking like hold hands, just like walk into class. And like, I was so just like, what everyone like knew, right? Everyone knew before, like I knew, but I subconsciously knew. And everyone's like, why the fuck do you guys like hold hands? I'm like, what? I'm like, what? <laughs> That's so what? funny because for me, it's like, I knew and I was just like, begging hoping wishing that this person would like one day kiss me and we'd be like holding hands places and like, but if anyone ever implied it, if anyone was ever like, yeah you guys like in love? I was like, no, what are you talking about? Because I was so scared. Same. I was like, the fuck? I was like, no. I was like, like getting like angry, but everyone knew. And I subconsciously knew. But so, um, we would, I mean, there's just a period of time where then we kind of like started flirting. And then that's when I was like, Oh, whoa, why do I like, like this? It's like, so whoa, why do I feel butterflies? <laughs> then pretty much like long story short, there was in like, I didn't come out at this point yet like I was still like figuring out what the fuck was, was it going. a secret I'm assuming this is the girl you had sex with because you led the story with yeah I had traumatizing gay sex did you ever like <laughs> was this a secret relationship I'm trying to actually think it wasn't like like a yes and no because like everybody in the school knew but it wasn't like I was not like PDA public because like I was terrified of my mother and, like, I didn't want anybody to, like, know, um, even though everybody knew. And my best friend, like, my childhood best friend, her mom knew. And, like, obviously, when you don't, like, say anything until, like, that person's comfortable to, like, come to you about it, right? So, like, again, everybody knew, but it was just, like, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> yeah, I get that. This is so interesting because I'm, like, still fully in denial about people knowing. Like, <laughs> people had... Me and this girl from my high school, like people had to have known. Like I was putting chocolates in her locker on Valentine's Day. I mean, there was a point in my high school where like, yes, I was out in half PDA. But during this time, like sophomore year. How old are you? 26. 
Okay, this is this is partially why. I think I'm 35, and I think people are just more likely. Like, the more years you go back, the more willing people are to excuse blatantly gay behavior as not gay. <laughs> See, when I was in high school, I was, I had a very, I'm very much relating to this. I had a similar situation where it was like, it was like an unspoken thing that was going on that everyone knew about, but it wasn't like. Exactly. In my mind, I think I was still in denial and I will never forget. I had this one moment that I was working at a coffee shop and this girl who I went to high school with, her mom came into the coffee shop. She was a regular and she just came. She was like one of those. I describe her as like the mean girl's mom. Like she was like always trying to be a cool mom, like up on the goss and stuff. And she came up to order for me. I was working at the cashier and she was like, hey, you're a lesbian, right? And I what? fucking I, right? I fucking panicked. Like, I'm like yeah. 15, 16 at this point. And I, I will never forget literally, like, genuinely running to the back room, like, sweat pouring down my body. Yeah. Like, full yeah. panic. And even though at this point, like, I was, like, outwardly, like, holding hands and, yeah, like, kissing girls and stuff, just, like, someone being that blatantly expressive about it, I was like, I am not ready for this. And I, like, fucking just yeah, no. ripped it Yeah, like, me and this girl would, like, hook up behind the staircases of our high school. <laughs> like we would just find empty staircase. I mean, like that was like a thing, like everybody kind of did that. But like yeah. <laughs> yeah, we would just it would it would be like very private and like a secret. Me and my girlfriend too, we we did stuff like that and you know, after school would like find an empty science room and you know, get caught by like a school uh uh, and then, and then, if anyone even implied, like well, Mr. Sclafani, my an eighth grade history teacher, he referred to us as lovebirds in the together, which is such a sweet. In retrospect, Mr. Sclafani, just trying to help, just, <laughs> just trying to be a nice ally. Yeah, just trying to be an ally. Literally, like, oh, you love birds, and I was like, Mr. Sclafani, that's gay, dude. Like, don't say that. That's Get fucking gay, don't, dude. Don't ever fucking say that shit to me. <laughs> no, it's... Oh. Yeah, I mean, high school is just... It, it's hard. I mean, my I started high school when I was in eighth grade, so I was, like, 14. Um, so it was fucking uh, very intimidating. And the first time... Yeah, so, the, I mean, eventually this girl came over one time to hang out, but... It, we were in my basement and <laughs> hang out. <laughs> I mean, this was, this was also like at night. I don't even know what time it was. Um, and it was all the lights were off and, you know, parents were sleeping. At least I fucking thought. Um, <laughs> and shit started happening. I was fully naked, fully naked. <laughs> I was like, wow, I'm just going to send it. Clearly don't even understand. How I had that confidence back then but um yeah so then my mom came down why is even hear her she like so like there was the stairs and then there's like this little opening at the end of the stairs where you can like peek your head out and you can like turn and like the couch is over there and like the tv so like she just had to like yeah so she lost her shit she just saw her sort of screaming at you while you were in the act he was just Oh, yeah. She literally was just like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, she saw her daughter naked on top of a girl. So I don't know. I think if I caught my kid having straight sex, I would have the wherewithal to kind of hold back for a minute. Right after that, it was um, turned very ugly. And she drove that girl right home. And it was a whole thing. So, like, it was a very hard uh, coming out. I think you had to come out a few times because it she just like yeah. was not accepting for a while it was fucking hard that's traumatizing it really. is that is legitimately people you throw that word around a little bit sometimes traumatizing that is legitimately extremely traumatizing it, yeah. it it truly fucking was like genuinely and like after that like the process of like being like like lying to my mom for so many yeah. years about where I'm going, even though she like knew where I was going, but it was like this unspoken about thing where it's like, if she doesn't hear it, she doesn't see it. It's out of sight, out of mind. It was just very toxic and we just did not have a good relationship and it was very scary. I was very 
terrified to talk to my mom and like um it was very just it was traumatizing for like a good few years from like 15 16 to 20 so many things has have happened where like it was just so bad to where I was like I fully have now I came to a point where I accepted the fact that like my mom wasn't going to be at my wedding one day like okay, like, this is just what it's going to be. Like, we're not going to have a relationship. She's never going to accept me, like, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then eventually, and, like, everybody else knew. Like, my family knew, my brother, sister, like, my dad, everybody, fucking cousins. Everybody knew, and everybody was so accepting. Um, and I just had to, like, come to the conclusion of, like, well, I can't change her mind. She can't change mine. This is just, like, you know. And so I had like other girlfriends, but they were always a secret and I could never like bring them over yeah, or never talk about. And like, that was also fucking hard because like who I was with at the time, it's like, I would always go to their house, but I, having to like tell my girlfriends at the time, like, Hey, you're never going to have a relationship with my mom slash not going to be close with my family. Um, so like, that was all like really fucking mentally hard to deal with too because it was just a lot. like I was like lying and I wasn't being truthful to myself but it was like scary and so then when I went to college I studied abroad in 2017 and um I met my ex there and we were together for a few years and that's when I came out like finally lastly came out to my mom I wrote a letter because I was terrified I wrote a letter and like I went to work or some shit and then somehow she came around did like this whole 180 and like texted me when I was at work and was just like if you're happy I'm happy and I think she just like kind of came to the conclusion that like okay they're gay not gonna change yeah and maybe like I don't even know but maybe my dad or my siblings probably helped too in a way of like saying fucking get over it like I don't know. Right. So thank God she has, she has come a long way. Um, thank, thank God. And I'm very blessed, but like, it was hard because I watched so much YouTube growing up. And like, I remember watching so many people's like coming out stories on YouTube and everybody had this like most amazing, easy coming out where they would like record it. And be like, mom, I'm gay. And they'd be like, Oh, I love you so much. And I'd be like, wow, I have like yeah. no one to speak to. Like, yeah. not one person. And so, now I get to have this platform a little bit where I can help people to, to hopefully can relate to me because I know it's fucking hard and I know not everybody's family accepts them. And I know some people get kicked out or like it's hard. So I'm just, I, I like to be people's like safety blanket in a way to just be like, it's going to be okay. And if it's not, then it still will be okay. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, thank you for sharing that. Like that was that was a, a lot to share, and and I appreciate you being so open. And like you're absolutely right. Like people hearing about it, both for like knowing that they can relate to a difficult story, but also like that most parents do come around, no matter how horrible it feels. As you were speaking, I was thinking about something because I always say that to people. I'm always like, most parents come around. Most parents you know, they realize they're not going to have a relationship with you and yeah. they kind of have to like look inward and be like, well, I'm either going to accept this person or I'm not going to have a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. But I, in the way that you told your story, I kind of was, it was enlightening because I was like, oh, maybe also from the parent's perspective, this could not possibly be a choice because my child what like my child would want to have a relationship with their mother like right. i never thought about it that way like yeah. i never mm -hmm. thought about a parent maybe reconciling with the fact from the other direction like of mm -hmm. course they can't change because if any if they wanted anyone to love them it would be me why wouldn't they change for me right you yeah like they're they're trying to hope that maybe like by holding the same carrot of the relationship exactly you will not be gay anymore in order to continue that relationship whereas queer people we know that we can't change that so we're yeah. like you basically have to come around or like this isn't gonna work yeah yeah it was interesting to listen to yeah and knowing like depending on like how they grew up they have to unlearn shit too and it's like 
Yes. That's how the, it's, that's how my mom grew up or whoever grew up like it. I can't change their mind unless they want to learn or like, it, you know, like she's not yeah. mind of like not being gay. Like does, does that. that's the other thing I think younger people have to remember is like, they're not right for being intolerant or hateful that that is wrong. But you have to remember they did not grow up the way we grew up. It's going to take them time to figure this out. A lot of unlearning. And if you are able to have the emotional stability and safety to be in a position to wait to come out until you have that safety, it's a lot easier to ride those waves and just understand that your parent is going through a process is not a fair process to you, but they're still going through a process. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Well, this yeah. got very, this is definitely sad boy vibes, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for sharing that. Do you, we're going to go to Brie and thank you again, like for being so open and vulnerable. Listener, one of the best ways to support this podcast is to come see me live, okay? It, it's a really great way to just support the whole team and everything that we do here. So get on my text list or my email list. It's international, both of them. AshleyGavin.com. Go sign up, and I'll literally text you when I'm in your area. So you don't have to hear all these plugs. You can skip right by them. Don't even worry about your city. Just get on one of those two things and I will let you know, okay? Because there's a lot of cities coming and I just remaking this announcement over and over again. We all think it's annoying. You do, I do. Get on the text list, you piece of shit. Bree, did you have gay sex this week? <laughs> I didn't. I wish I did because I was like, I hope I have like something spicy to share to just say, you know, spice this up a bit. I but, know because I've we've really leveled the the joyful <laughs> mood of the pod. Alyssa, usually this is a comedy podcast. Hey, but this is good. Like this, this can be like a therapy. Like let's all hug and yes, yes. Yeah. And sometimes the listeners really like when we switch. No, I'm not even sometimes. They love when we have like different vibes. Every guest brings like a different insightful little nugget to the pod and that's why we love it but yeah Bree I guess were you crying this week <laughs> I wasn't crying but I will say I went away this past weekend and um it was fascinating to me because it's always this reminder I am mostly friends with queer people like I just feel like naturally that's how it's progressed in my life um but I of course have family members or you know straight cis identifying folks that I am friends with um or hang out with and because of those I still kind of every once in a while have the reminder of things that are set up so deeply in heteronormative society and one of those is girls trips so <laughs> I just went on a girl's trip with my partner this weekend because of the loophole that is the girl's trip. Let me tell you something. My girlfriend will not let me in on the loophole. She goes, <laughs> she's like, no, there are no boyfriends. Therefore, no girlfriends. You're staying the fuck away from Martha's Vineyard in August. I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. I want to go to Martha's Vineyard. That's such a good point because like, that's just such a good point. Cause I like being they, them, I'm like, well, I could be both. So where do I, yeah. every loophole, the, they, them loophole. Yes. The Alyssa, but they, them loophole. I literally, exactly. <laughs> the, they, them butthole. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I had to say it. I couldn't not say it. Alyssa gets to go on all the trips. All the trips are inclusive of Alyssa. I love that. But yeah, no, I feel like it's funny because we utilize the loophole when we want to. Like in this case, it was with like some family members and they were all leaving their, you know, husbands and boyfriends behind. And we were like, okay, this is going to be fun to go on together. But then there's other times that I think we have a great relationship in the sense that we're very clear with each other of like, no, this is my friend time or this is your yes. friend time. And I think that is something that is lacking in queer relationships because heteronormative relationships have this thing called girls trip or boys trip or whatever it is that they get to not offend their partner because they don't actually have to communicate about it. They're like, this is just ingrained. Yeah. Right. Whereas all of a sudden queer people, you have the same friends. You like, you all of a sudden, like 
yeah, like you'll have each most of the time, like you have like your your best friends, but like yes, sometimes sometimes all become one, and then that's where it's like you get offended, and that's where the codependency thing happens, where people don't learn to communicate with their partner and say like, hey, it has nothing to do with how much I love you or want to hang out with you or want you to be present, but like. I think it is so important and so healthy to have that time where you're just doing the friend thing or you're just going on a trip with, without the, without your partner, because I think that space and that independence is so important. But I think that queer people find it really difficult to find a way to communicate that because they don't have that ingrained girls trip, boys trip thing already. Well, we don't have any ingrained anything. We're all making up the rules all the time. We don't have traditions. We have to make them up. Mm-hmm. And there's a freedom in that. There's a total freedom, but it is kind of nice to have some of the fucking things. And I will say yeah. one of the things I love about dating Jen is that she's got, she's bisexual. So she's got the, the girls are fucking straight. The girl group <laughs> is a bunch of straight women. They, so, so we do have that natural separation just mm-hmm. inherited from her straight side of her, right. yeah. her sexuality. <laughs> is so true and it's 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 something that's so important in queer relationships to have like have your me time but have your friend time and like yeah it it just it's it's healthy it's all it's never gonna like i don't say never but like it's i feel like always just does good in relationships yes being full independent people with full independent lives, separate jobs, separate friendships, like, you know, not all your friends, but like a oh, bunch but, of them. Yeah. And it's like, it's so fun. Like it sucks, but like, it's so fun to miss your person. Yes. Too. yes. Because like when you're with them all the time, it's like, yeah, you want to be with them all the time, but then yeah, you get sad when they're gone. But like, it, you get so excited again when you see yeah. them. You're like, all these butterflies again. You're like, whoa, like, I'm so, it's so cute. It keeps it fresh. I also love having things to like talk about. One of my favorite things is when my girlfriend or I go on a trip or go on a night out without each other. And obviously you miss them and that sucks. But then having that date afterwards where you get to like talk about everything that happened and like catch up. Like that's such a fun space. And I think that a lot of queer people don't allow themselves to have that with a partner because they feel like they're going to offend their partner. Mm. Totally get it. But like, that's just always goes back to like communicating is yeah. Foundation of a relationship and- really is. Can I get kind of gay for a second? Yes. This is this is about friendship. Bree, okay. Bree, yeah. I think we're gonna meet for the first time next week. <gasps> we are. Oh my gosh, it's next week. It's next week. So Bree and I, <laughs> Alyssa, <laughs> Bree and so I have exciting. never met in person. <laughs> Crazy because like my social media manager, like we're like fucking best friends. Like I really consider her one of my best friends now. We've been working together for like three years and we've never met in person either. But I feel like I have. Yes. I turned on my printer by mistake. Sorry, I, guys. It's <laughs> just printing things. I keep on forgetting that we haven't met in person because it's the same vibe. It's like, obviously, I talk to you all the time. I see you on here. I This could be the end. This could be the end or the beginning. We don't know. It could be the end. Do you think we're going to like, do you think we're going to be, do you think it's going to work in real life? I, you know what? I'm very hopeful. I'm very hopeful. This is like a long distance relationship to know now. Oh my God. Are we going to like each other? Yeah. Well, yeah. Bree, I just wanted to say um, you're one of the most generous people that I have ever met in my oh, life. Oh, you're so cute. And yeah, you better, f- I'm going to cry. So if you don't cry, the fans are going to roast you, okay? They're going to be like, Bree doesn't even want to be there. When you get like sad, do you, do you like, because I do this work, I get these like just urges of like, I need to like just tell everybody like how much I love them. Because I don't have much time left on this planet. Um, <laughs> the impending doom of it all. Like, oh my god! Like I just want to, I just want to like tell you how fucking incredible you are. I love you so much. You're perfect. You're everything. When I'm like, I think the way I'm feeling is because Brie used her resources to promote my special so heavily. She watched it live. She was there for the live party. She was there when I spiraled after multiple conversations. Just on the phone with me, like talking me through it. Like you've probably talked to me five, six times 
about like YouTube and just taught me like everything that you know. You're so generous with your time, your emotional labor, your your talents. Like You're so sweet. I, whether or not we're friends in real life, and I'm not really entirely <laughs> sure how you actually feel about me. Whether or um, not this ends next week. <laughs> whether or not this ends next week. I love what we had while it lasted. One of, objectively, one of the best parts about doing this podcast was meeting you and becoming friends with you. So I just wanted to just take a gay moment in front of Alyssa. This is so sick. I love it. Um, I'm I really grateful. So I'm really grateful for, to have a person like you in my life. And I don't know if you're just using me for clout, but um, <laughs> I'm like, that's so nice. You feel that way. I'm here for the views. <laughs> no, no, no. I just wanted to express my gratitude and gosh, I hope it's even remotely reciprocated and you feel good about this. Stuff. No, I am absolutely obsessed with you. I love you so much and I'm so excited to meet you. And also I will say this, I have all the same things to say about you. And I think that's the way the world works, right? You attract people. And as you get older, you realize that the best sorts of relationships are the ones that you feel like are both a give and a take, because that's what relationships need. You need to be able to lean on someone. You need to feel like they can lean on you. And yes. I love that with you. And that's why I'm so open always to in any way I can helping out, even if it's in a small way by answering the phone, because I feel like you would do the same for me. So I would you know. definitely do the same for you. And, uh, I don't know. I don't, which day is best for you, Brie, to record something. Poor Alyssa is just sitting here as we, <laughs> as we oh, jerk each other our, off. We're setting up our hangout like next week. Like right well, now. While, is that while what's, I have what's you and on? Alyssa, wait, Alyssa, before I do this, <laughs> <laughs> are you what the fuck who like we're figuring out who's packing what for the picnic what's going on here right in front of Alyssa. well Alyssa, if you if you would like to have an online friendship with me that uh, maybe brie won't be my friend next week so we might need a new co-host on the podcast it's an open space i've always low-key just i've always wanted to be one or start my own podcast in some way oh you should do it you could do it tomorrow you should I know. Or be like a co-host. I think it'd be really fun. So if you ever Okay, need, you're invited. If you ever want a third, add into this. <laughs> yeah, why not? Honestly, this this pod doesn't have rules anymore. Um <laughs> but I and I invented them, damn it. So <laughs> uh what are you working on and where can people find you? Because I know that people love you, but you ha are capable of more. So what do you want to tell the people to go and look at? Um definitely just keep Keep watching me on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Don't ever sigh with that. I'm working, honestly, I'm working on, I really want to become a personal trainer. So I, I think I'm going to start doing some more fitness stuff and I get a lot of questions about it. So I really want to start to do that. So I definitely would just keep following me on all You should my totally do that. I mean, I'd hire you. So let me know. You want to start with me? Yeah, I was going to say, where do I sign up? I'm a flabby little bitch. I will <laughs> take your ass. Don't worry. Um, Love that. Yeah, so just keep following me on all of my social media because, again, you know, I'm full of surprises. So you never know what you're going to see. You never know what you're going to get. And that is what keeps it. And I'm going to pull up your handles just so people know. It is pop, 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 pop. Oh, boy. Oh, it's just Alyssa underscore butt. For Instagram, yeah. TikTok is it's Alyssa Butt. Cool. And YouTube, Alyssa Butt. Okay, Bree, what about you? Um, you can find me everywhere at Brianne Williamson. As always, I'm going to beg you to join my text list. It's linked to my bio everywhere. And I'm going to get back to posting on YouTube because um, in about six months, I'm going to be dropping another film. So I know that algorithm's not going to like me unless I post on YouTube for that next six months. Yep. <laughs> so yep. buckle yep. up for the YouTube vlogs and content. <laughs> I'm going to be back over there. And that's Brianne Williamson. Same way it's spelled everywhere else. And uh, watch my special, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's on YouTube. So go watch it. And I will text you when I'm in your city. And uh, it's a theater tour. So come on. Come support. Thanks for listening. Patreon.com slash WHS for four bonus episodes a month. Uh, AshleyGavin.com to find out about my tour dates. St. Louis, Orlando, Indianapolis, Sacramento coming up. And then a lot more. The big theater tour. I hope you come out. No pun intended. Quick gay thought. Why are queer people more into rescue animals than other people? Because I've been seeing the straights walking around with their designer dogs. 
They're perfect. <coughs> I inhaled them. I inhaled the fluff. But queers, queers have the little, the, the, the little rescue puppies, the underdogs, if you will, the weirdos. Do you think that's because we wish someone had rescued our little weird bottoms? Do you think that we know that when someone needs a home, it's probably that, that cat is probably gay and just wants their mom to love them? This isn't the most coherent gay thought, but I'm looking at my cat right now, just all loosey-goosey on the desk. The sweetest, sweetest little boy, worth billions of dollars to me, trillions, priceless, priceless Fulton and priceless Fletcher. And I would never buy an animal, I, I don't think. I think I'd always rescue. But is that is that because I understand the value? Because I needed to be rescued? Just a thought. Just a gay thought. Have a great week, guys. today during the Jeep celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.